So you already know what it is. It's the Rob Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Lucasin. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Jonathan, one-fourth of the Rock Boys Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kareem St. Louis. And today's episode, we'll be talking about DeMarcus Cousins going to the Bucks. John Wall not playing. Is Giannis a Hall of Famer? And we're going to pick our own Mount Rushmore. So how do you guys feel about DeMarcus Cousins going to the Bucks? All right. I um I'm I'm genuinely happy for the guy. Um he's had a rough I would say like 3 to 4 years. Um like he's 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 not a guy that you can ask to like start or like drop 30 like he was doing back when he was with the Kings uh when he was drafted in like 2010, but um he's definitely a vet now, someone who can help young guys. Uh he's a guy that can come in uh, you know, when you really need him, when you need some defense, you know, some like scrap points. Uh, so he's definitely useful still. He's not old. He just turned 31. Um, so like, I'm genuinely happy for him and I hope this sticks. I, I hope that he, he can sign for a few years and not just one year. Uh, cause I think since he left, uh, the Pelicans, he's been signing one year deals, right? So uh, I definitely hope that he plays well so that next year he, he can sign a long-term deal and get paid again. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with, like, in terms of that, whereas, like, I hope he kind of just stays in the league this time. But honestly, his defense his defense is not even good since, like, his rookie year. For a big man, it's not even, like, the greatest. His pick-and-roll coverage is uh, – post defense is probably, like, his best attribute. But um, but yeah, like ever since he left Pelicans, he's just been signing one year deals. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty sad. I didn't even know his like age at a, until you said it. Thirty one years old. Like felt like he's been in the league for so long, and like he's only thirty one, and his game just like vanished basically from injuries and everything like that, which sucks, right? So like, kind of sucks for him and. And how where he became because like he was like one of the top big men of the league once in a while. So like now it's just like now he's with Bucks. Um, Bucks are looking starting to look good again. Um, so we'll see how that goes with that team, how he fits and everything like that. But you you did touch on a really good point there, defense and. Um, since he was, since, since he was drafted, you know, he wasn't really a good defensive, uh, player. And then now it's like 10 times worse because he's been hurt many times. And if, if you watch him play, like just from the eye test, he just looks really slow and, uh, stiff. <laughs> so he's, he's definitely not as quick as he once was, which is not going to help much. Uh, but I don't think you, you sign a guy like that for defense like i i think that you sign him because one he's a vet and two he can still score oh, yeah, a bit sure. um so yeah i don't know i can't lie i personally think it's a pretty good signing uh being a d rose fan you know yeah. it's it's always a, a questionable you know you know you mean you know people are always questioning is he gonna be healthy this season you know is he gonna pick it up is he gonna play well Honestly, I feel like DeMarcus Cousins has always been a good player. He just never had the opportunity. Uh, when he was in the Pelicans, I mean, he wasn't like the best player, obviously, Anthony Davis was. Yeah. But he was still doing pretty good. But when he started getting to the Warriors. Clippers. And um, Clippers. It just wasn't 
he just wasn't the same, you know? And it's just because he had to basically take a different role, right? But like you said, now he's a vet. He's been in the league for quite a while. Um, I'm pretty sure he knows his role now. Um, but I think it's a pretty good pickup. I feel like they don't have that many centers anyways. It was like Brooke Lopez as their starting, right? So having DeMarcus Cousins as uh, someone to practice with, and you know, like you said, he's a good scorer. So it, it helps them practice as a team, you know? Some people get signed so they could practice with them, right? Not mm-hmm. just necessarily always play, but he's going to be helped. He's going to help out the team by just being there and his presence. Uh, being a there. Quick disclaimer Carl okay. has been the biggest D Rose fan since 2008. <laughs> <laughs> biggest fan. Exactly. Huge fan. <laughs> it's facts. So I, I'm that type of guy where if I see a great player and he gets injured, I always have faith. As long as they put the work in, you know? Yeah, and like with Rose, you know, he got really hurt back in, what, 2011, 2012. Um, and like from where he was then to where he is now, this guy's come a long way. Yep, that's true. But speaking of another point guard that actually got injured and is actually not playing right now, but John Wall. How do you guys feel about John Wall not playing the Houston Rockets right now? So another Kentucky uh, guy, him and uh, DeMarcus are close friends. So like them two, especially like coming from like the same class is just, they had so much like going on. It's just like crazy how like a few years can like happen. And change, in the yeah. NBA. For John's, uh, yeah, exactly. So like in John, um, John's perspective, it's kind of weird. It's been like kind of up and down. Like in Washington, he had like he had injuries as well, but he had some great years um, there with uh, Bradley Beal. Uh, went to the playoffs. Went to the Western. I mean, the Eastern Conference Finals as well. That one year as well, and um, he just basically with injuries, he's kind of um, I wouldn't say fell off because last year he averaged twenty and seven with Houston. Um, he could still like be productive. It's just that. He honestly he gained weight over the years. Like he just he just gained weight and his his quickness is not as the same, his athleticism is not the same. And I kinda see like where it's almost like a James Harden kind of thing where you just like party club, all that stuff, and then like just gaining weight and then like injuries mm-hmm. will start coming in or like either back back spasms or like little things that will nag you. And I think he kinda like he, I know, I think he is a work, a hard worker. He just doesn't put that extra work to become a superstar. And um, with his situation with Houston right now, is just, it's kind of weird. I, I think in the beginning of the season they did an agreement. Him and the Houston Rockets did an agreement to sit off from the whole season. Um, but I guess right now he's super bored. This guy's like, he's probably <laughs> just chilling at home, just shooting around for fun. And I think he's just like super bored and just wants to play again. Um, and he knows that like probably won't get traded, so might as well just play. So see how that goes. Uh, yeah. Just to uh, piggyback what um, off of what Kareem just said, um, I feel the same way. I feel like this guy, like this this year, I think he's set to make forty five million dollars. Um, and for him to make that much money to be sitting down on a bench. <laughs> Shit makes no sense. So, uh, 
he's still and he's still not he's not he's not old like he's still i think he just turned 31 too he's he's not an old guy um he was hurt for the last couple of years yes but i feel like he's healed from those things um he did play last year i feel like he's in a a, a place where he can play um and at least put up at least 20 points uh so i definitely feel like he should be playing and i I, I hope that he does play at some point this year. Uh, if it came to a point where he had he had to be traded, then I'd be fine. And uh, I think Carl was saying, like, you know, there was something said that he might get traded to the Knicks. Um, if that happened, I would honestly love that. Uh, like, I, w- I would love to see him in a new team and a place where he can actually put in work and help win. So I, I know you mentioned the Knicks and how he has a possibility going there. There's like rumors, obviously, like I told you before, that there might be rumors. But I the Knicks, like, what else team would he fit in, honestly? That's a good question. I, I feel like a guy <laughs> like John Wall, because of the years that he's put in, um, I feel like if, if you look at it from a basketball point of view, he would definitely have to go somewhere where they can actually go deep and win. However those teams aren't going to take on that type of a contract. Uh, Like if you look at the nets, you know, Mm. they have three stars, so they can't really take, take on much more. So he would have to go to a team who has that cap space and the teams who have cap space are shit. So, so I don't really see him going somewhere where he can really win. Like he could go to like a decent team like Toronto, (laughs) Like, you know, that's like they they, <laughs> yeah, they they don't really have, you know, big, big stars. So I'm pretty sure I don't know the cap room, but I'm I'm sure they would have some kind of cap space. Uh, but uh, I don't see him going to a team that can win this year. Yeah, the like you said, the good teams or like the contender teams, they're not taking that contract. That's too high of a contract and too risky. And then also like for the good teams that they have like almost an established point guard all the almost all the good teams right um unless lakers want to do something with that but at the same time russell is another big contract and they have their issues for themselves but um yeah if he goes to a bad team he probably would start and then if he goes to a good team he has to most likely bench and benching a 44 million dollar person is like but like let's let's scale it back just a bit what do you guys think of teams paying these guys you know these big of contracts when they're close to like 30 or they've been getting hurt for years like what's your take and your thoughts on teams taking that big chance on guys like that uh i think i give you a perfect example um it kind of sucks for him uh mpj mm. michael porter jr like ever since he came into the league he had back problems and now he's it looks like he might be out for the whole season because it was like some nerve uh some nerves um that was bothering him in his back mm. and he got back surgery and just the past summer denver just paid him can't remember exactly a how lot much it was, <laughs> like, a, like close to 200 yeah. yeah close to 200 mil for a contract and like Ever since I saw that, I was like, yeah, 
team most teams are literally just paying these players, these young players especially, on just on potential and not actually seeing the finished like potential product. So they're just paying them off potential where they they hope they they can reach. But like people like uh, Michael Porter Jr. like they're injury prone, unfortunately, but still mm-hmm. getting in the bag. So. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's the times that we're in right now. Um, of course, like this sport and this league has grown a lot in the last I would say like twenty years, um, and the deals that they get now, like as a whole league. Um, that's why they play. They pay these guys this much because they make more. So then the players will get more too. Um, so in the context of paying someone based off potential, I don't really like. I don't agree with paying a guy who's twenty two that much money because, as we've seen many times, there's chances that they can get hurt or the chances that they can you know, not get that, that much better. And, you know, they don't really, right. Because like, if I'm 22 to 26 and I'm going to pay that much money, I'm not going to have the same drive to put in that much work. Right. So I think there's a few ways that you can uh, slice this thing up. But Carl thoughts. I don't know. I feel like, Sometimes you just had to take that chance. Like imagine not giving Luca that contract and then, you know, you don't get him because you didn't want to give them that contract, you know? So as, as a, if I was an NBA manager or team manager or operations, like I'm beside, sometimes you do have mm-hmm. to take that chance on that player because they have that NBA superstar level. You know what I mean? Like, it's like Pascal yeah. Siakam, right? Yes, Pascal Siakam. I think he's decent. Don't get me wrong. But is he worth his contract right the, now? Probably not, right not now, in my opinion. Moment. But nah. it, yeah, but when he did start, yes, he was that potential. He was potentially going to be that good, you know? Pascal yeah. had the skills. He had the heart, you know? And sometimes you just have to take that chance because what if they do turn into the player that you they you want them to be, you know? Mm-hmm. So in terms of John Wall, I mean, that was kind of risky to mm-hmm. be honest from the beginning. Um, but you know, sometimes sometimes you do have to put your your faith into a player. Um, but for me, I personally would have done it because there's so many point guards coming into this league now mm-hmm. that are so good. You know, every pretty much every starter in the NBA as a point guard is like almost an all-star or an elite player or they're yeah. just really good, you know? There's no, like, really, really bad point guard nowadays. So, um, but I feel like John Wall should play, honestly. It's, there's no point of just, like, just sitting around. That's how I feel. Uh, if anything, that, that puts you a step back because you're not playing real games. And, but, just a little bit off topic, but just, just think if there's a dream scenario, or not a dream scenario, I guess a dream scenario for John Wall. What if John Wall goes to the Lakers? You think he's a good fit? Um, it depends who they have to give up. So they would definitely have to get rid of. So hypothetically, hypothetically, Westbrook. Yeah, say say they got Westbrook, right. got rid of Westbrook, and they got some good pieces from the Rockets. I honestly, they get John Wall. You think John I Wall honestly will fit in the would rather John Wall than Westbrook. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> 
I just like, and this is solely because of what I've seen from Westbrook in the last month. It just looks like this guy doesn't know how to play. Like he just forgot how to play. And like, I, I know it's not his fault. Of course he, he can still play, but I just think the fit is different with John Wall. Uh, I think John Wall is a better scorer. Like I, we really haven't seen him fully healthy in a, in a few years. Um, however, I would rather have John Wall simply because I think he would fit better with uh, LeBron, AD, and those boys. Uh, it's kind of hard. I don't know. I feel like his whole their whole careers. I feel like John and and Westbrook kind of plays the same. I I, I don't know. Who's it's, just, it's hard for who's me to Who's more say, oh, efficient dude. though? They're both pretty bad, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They're both pretty bad. I, they're, they're it's like, it's just hard. Though, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I would say, I would say John is a. Let's say he's a better. He he can adapt better. I think that's the only thing. Like, in terms of like, I've seen him play games where like he could just literally just pass, and then the offense will come afterwards. Where Westbrook is like straight offense rebounds and then like assists when he's doing fast breaks or anything like that. But like Westbrook will be a, a scoring point guard first while John can do a little bit of both, but they're both in okay. So I don't Who, even know if the who's better work. on the defensive end. John wall, right? Okay. John, John wall. Hand, For yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're not no? both elite in, in terms of defense. Like, I feel like Westbrook is a good on-ball defender, but when it comes to off-ball, like Westbrook does get kind of lost. But John Wall isn't like like John Wall because John Wall got injured. Let's get like Westbrook is still kind of athletic, you know. Like I'm not saying Wall is mm-hmm. not athletic at all, mm-hmm. but like in terms of the most athletic point guard in the NBA, it's obviously John Morant. But like Westbrook is still up That's there, true. you know. Like it's not, it's not like he's not there, but. Yeah. I just feel like in terms of defense, like I'd rather have John Wall because he he isn't like he's in a bad on ball defender and he's a better off ball defender than Westbrook. But it just that's what I'm saying, it, it really depends. I feel like they're almost the same player like Kareem was saying. Um they're not really good at shooting. I mean John Wall can shoot a little bit, but it's not like it's not like horrendous to the point like your Ben Simmons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like it's horrendous like to the point it's Ben Simmons, but I just feel like, like I, I had to agree with John. I just feel like John Wall would just be a better fit at this point because, like he Westbrook exactly. is just not playing to the standards that we want him to play. You know exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I do hope that John Wall plays this year sometime, uh, and he deserves it. He's a good guy, and he's getting paid a lot of money. So, and he's fun to watch at the end of the day. Yeah. To be honest, so. Good you, good you. All right. Just, uh, you know, you know, lay off the news about the NBA and just have something a little bit of fun. You think Giannis is already a Hall of Famer? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> this, this past year when he won the championship, kind of solidified. The way how he did it, 
Real, you just stuck with Bucks and got the finals MVP. And, he, like, he just one I honestly, he's the, he's the most dominant basketball player right now. The most dominant? Yeah, most dominant. Okay, side side note, like really, really, really quickly. Do you guys think Steph Curry is dominant? In terms of what, though? In terms of will, like you can't, you can't stop him. <laughs> you, like you, you really can't stop him, right? So if if we're gonna use the word dominant, that means can't stop, right? So if if we're like if I'm in my mind, I think of that word as meaning you can't stop them if they have one thing that they're they're gonna do in their mind, and they're if they push their will and their drive that much, you can't stop them. And the only person I can think of right now that you literally can't do anything to stop is Steph Curry. I I think Steph is the best basketball player right now, but. I think with dominant is like power and stuff like that too. Yeah, like literally, you cannot like. Okay, it's like you know Shaq at the time. Shaq was the most dominant basketball player at the time, but he wasn't the. It's crazy because he wasn't the best basketball player at that. Okay, time. true. Mm-hmm. So in terms in right, terms so. of like being physical, uh, you think that Giannis is the most dominant right now? Yeah, the most physical like person that you cannot literally stop like yeah, that's you true you can you have to send bodies to to around him basically mm-hmm. yeah so in that sense i agree with kareem um is he a hall of famer i think after his chip last year yes i think before no um and it's it's crazy because he's been playing since what like 2013 so uh he's been in in the league for like seven years and uh you know he's done a, a lot more than like guys like Braun has in those first seven to to ten years so um yeah i do feel like he should be in the hall of fame he definitely will at some point um and i feel like he's just gonna get better uh he's still young you know so he still has time yeah go did Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with both of you. I feel like he's also a Hall of Famer. Um, Just to see his accolades at this young age is pretty crazy, honestly. Um, He's like 24, right? 25? 27 still. No, 27. He's 27? He's up there now. Okay, but I mean, Braun won his first championship at 28. Michael Jordan got his first championship at 28. And... Being Giannis, being this young in a championship, I feel like, and what he has accomplished is pretty yeah. Hall of Fame already. And it's just crazy because he's, like like Kareem said, he's probably the most dominant player right now. And he's only getting better. He has a shot. His shot is getting better. He's just playing better overall. And that's a scary thing. And like you said, he's young. And I don't think he's going to stop at one ring. I think at the end of his career, it's a prediction. I don't know if it's for true, but it's a prediction. I think he's going to end up with three. And, you know, he just, he's just that type of player. You know, he's just a, you can't find another Giannis, you know. Do you think he's going to be with Bucks? Like the multiple rings? You think he's going to be like, he's going to get more rings with the Bucks or yeah, he's going to eventually like get away from Bucks? 
No, nah, I think he can do it. I mean, he already proved it to us once. Why can't he prove it again? I think he has that heart and he has that mentality to do it over and over again. Um, and yes, I know sometimes we we don't look at the Bucks because we see all these other super teams that are in the league, right? But, you know, Bucks are just right there. I know they had a slow start, but now they're starting to pick it up. And, you know, they're showing them why they're the reigning champs. So on the note of Hall of Famers too, though, let's just pick out our Mount Rushmore real quick. So I can go first. Me personally, my Mount Rushmore is LeBron James. It's not in order. It's just like whatever. It's just the people mm-hmm. in it. Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant. And Kareem. Man said Abdul-Jabbar. That's crazy. So just just in case you don't know what Mount Rushmore means in sport terms, it's the four best players in NBA history. Uh, so this is just personal opinions, of course. Um, my Mount Rushmore in terms of basketball is, of course, the king, LBJ. Uh, I would... I have to put Michael Jordan up there. Like I, I never saw him play. I was born in '95. I never saw this guy play one day of my life. Uh, but just going off of like what I've seen, off tapes, and what I've heard, like you, you, you really cannot have him on that list, right? It's your opinion <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> it is okay. honestly, but okay, <laughs> it is, but it, it is, it is kind of. It's kind of blasphemous right. if you don't put him there, though. It's, it's almost right, like a default. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I would definitely have to put LeBron, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Damn, this is tough, bro. If I'm if I'm doing this list based off of guys that I've seen play, okay, yeah. So I'll I'll do two. Okay, my first one is going to be guys that I've seen play. So that would be LeBron, Kobe, KD. Steph Curry. Um, I do want to put guys like Shaq and like Tim Duncan, like those guys in. But you know, I was younger then. And, you know, I didn't really watch them that much. Um, but if I'm going all time, it will be LeBron, Michael Jordan, um, Magic Johnson. Um, damn, this is tough. Um, I want to say guys like Bill Russell and them because this man has like 10 plus rings, which is nuts. Um, <laughs> shit, man. Okay. My fourth spot. <laughs> Sorry guys. This, this, this is hard. This is tough. That's it, yeah. Uh, my, for my fourth spot, I'll definitely have to put, um, I'm just going Bill Russell. Okay. All right. All right. Um, for mine, it's gonna be it's gonna be MJ, Jordan, um, Kobe. Uh, I'll put LeBron. I'll put LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last one. I'm gonna go with magic. Wait, that's I think that's that five, no? 
no, 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 he said, said Kobe, LeBron, Magic, and Michael Jordan. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good list. It's funny how we... It's funny how we put Kobe. Did you put Kobe in yours? John, in my martyr four, yes. But not even um, in your own time? I would definitely put Magic Johnson over Kobe Bryant. I think he... Wow, I, so you think... I think, think he Magic changed Johnson the game did. more than Kobe did. Magic? Change Magic? the game? I don't know. <laughs> he, Magic? No, no, no. He did. He did change the game in terms of okay. having a big... He's a big point okay, guard. Yeah, you know? yeah. Him, him, and like, well, that too. Like being a big like point guard and just moving and passing like that, and also like with the whole like Larry Bird exactly. and Magic. That was like the big. I think that was the biggest, like first biggest, like rivalry in terms of like player to player kind of thing in the mm-hmm. NBA. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know. I, I just feel like even I'm a Kobe fan, but I just feel like. Kobe doesn't get sometimes he doesn't get it's his, true, it's true, his flowers, you know? And, and mm-hmm. I f- like what he has accomplished in the NBA is crazy. Cause sometimes you don't think about you think about it and you're like, oh, he only had one MVP, right? Yeah. But his most important thing is that he got the championships, right? And he got those finals MVPs. Bro, this this guy had a streak and, of of games that he scored like sixty like for like five games straight, which is nuts. <laughs> No, exactly, and that's why. How, yeah, that's super hard, like, and exhausting. <laughs> and that's why he is—he is one. He's probably top three skilled players also ever that ever played the game. And it's just like he doesn't—he doesn't. Some people don't put him as Mount Rushmore. Some people don't even put him in the top ten sometimes. And it's like, wow, like why <laughs> Kobe is literally. Michael Jordan's yeah. mirror, you know, like, and to be honest, Kobe might be slightly even more skilled than Michael. It's just that Michael Jordan was just the overall better player because his athleticism and his skill and his IQ, right? Mm-hmm. But Kobe's like just right there with with yeah. skill. But yeah, basically, like Kobe just doesn't get his flowers, and and no one really mentions him as much sometimes. Also, another player that people don't really mention is Tim Duncan, and I'm happy mm-hmm. that you actually said Tim Duncan, John, because. He is probably the greatest power forward that I've seen, and is truly the greatest, greatest power forward that ever was to play the game. Honestly, and he doesn't yeah. get, and he doesn't yeah. get his flowers either because he might be boring, considered yeah. boring. boring. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But he was honestly skilled. Like he was probably the most skillful. one of the most skilled. Big, yeah, exactly. One of the yeah. most skilled big men right now. You know, so I'm. So I'm just saying these people just because they I feel like they should be in talks, you know. I'm I'm that type of guy to, you know, shout out to the people that are, are like the underdogs sometimes too, because we people only talk about Braun and Michael all the time, you know? It's mm-hmm. and it's it's honestly almost a dead conversation. Like it's honestly so boring sometimes. <laughs> like when I hear this like Facts. is it Braun or is it Jordan, you know? Like I you got, you got that's why kids nowadays they don't look at other players, they only look at for the best player, you know? Mm-hmm. And another person I just want to shout out before mm-hmm. John starts to talk. Hakeem mm. Olajuwon, that boy Hakeem was Gidudin. nice too, and no one really talks about him. So the the most skillful uh, big man ever. That's what I'm saying right now. Exactly. Yeah, no. Just to uh, <laughs> quickly go back to Kobe and his uh, his 50 point streak. I said 60, but it was 50. So 
Over the span of five games, the first game was against the Blazers. He dropped 65. Second game was against the Wolves. He dropped 50. Third game was against the Grizzlies. He dropped 60. Fourth was against the Hornets. He dropped 50. And then the fifth game, uh, he dropped 43. So I just don't know like, if we really know what it takes to drop consistently 50 points like back to back to back to back. Like This guy had to have so much rest and just sleep. <laughs> Because to to play to play that much ball and to score that many points five times straight, it's crazy. So this is the end of episode two. Hope you guys like it. Stay tuned for more content. I'm your host, Carl Lucasin. Yes, sir. It's your boy Jonathan. Thank you for taking the time out your day to listen. Uh we're just four young men with just a, a great love for the sport of basketball. And, you know, we're just trying to spread this this great word. Uh, so tune in for the next one. It's going to be a treat. Thank you guys for listening. This is your boy, Kareem St. Louis. Um, just looking forward to hearing from you guys. Any comments or concerns? And we will always improve and look out for our fans.